And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right, welcome to this week's episode. We are talking about the X-Files episode, Fallen Angel. Yes, a very good one. And it seems like they're really starting to get things together, get things down. It's starting to feel like the X-Files, like the show we know. Yes, and it felt like a very big change from last week. Like, space was kind of goofy and rough weird i mean yeah. yeah and then this week it was like oh i'm watching the yeah. x-files yeah it was exactly good. it, it was felt good. like i'm watching the x-files yeah. yeah yeah before we get to that i have a couple of updates i have one as well but you go first awesome well i'll, I'll or actually very mine are mine more is, boring mine is real boring and then interesting my okay. boring one is i used that app to deposit a check and it worked <laughs> So thanks, Helen. I uh, I was like, oh, I got this check. I got to go to the bank. And then I was like, but wait. And uh, and I, wow. I had a couple issues where I took the picture bad and I had to rotate it. But, you know, it was better than driving to the bank. Yeah. So, welcome to 2022. It's exciting. Or welcome to like 2018. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. My boring update is that you, if you are listening to this, may be super confused by the episode numbers at this point. Things have gotten weird. I have messed up. Why did you do the, this? I don't know. Oh, this is because of the bonus episode, isn't it? This is because of yeah. the bonus episode. So I had to give the bonus episode a number. And so it was number eight because the one before it was seven. That's how numbers work. That's how numbers work. And so then, but then when I went to do episode nine, it was episode eight of the X-Files. Yes. Things are getting confused. I think I made some errors. So, you know, deal you know with what? it. Deal with it. Yeah, you yeah. can survive this. Yeah. Just look at the X-Files episode title and go by that. Yes. Because we're yes. going to have other bonus episodes and right. things will happen. And We're doing this them is, in order. So, like, this, just follow in order. Yeah. And, like, this is the whatever number of our podcast. Right. That's you know? where it's getting confusing. Yeah. So, and so just trust that that's how many episodes of our podcast there are. Yes. Yes. Deal. All right. Uh, so go for right. your more interesting update. Yes. So a few weeks ago, we solicited paranormal stories from listeners, and mm -hmm. I have one to share. Yay! This is from Katie, our friend Wolf. And um, when she was about 13 or 14, she went on a ghost tour of Chicago. Oh. And uh, she was with her family. She said she is very easily scared, um, especially when she was 13 or 14. That surprises and, me. She would be one of the people that I would pick to be least scared of things. But yeah, you know, I could see that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You seem very, very no tough, nonsense. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Absolutely. She's a PhD in chemistry. Plays roller, roller derby. Person. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. She is afraid of things, yeah. which means, you know, it, I have a limited number of people to watch horror movies with in my life. Yeah, I'm not one She's of them She's not up for You're not, yeah, Adam's not. No, I'm like, yeah. you know. Um, Amanda said mostly she watches HGTV. Yeah. Um, although we are watching some scary stuff together sometimes. Anyway, so she's on this ghost tour yeah. when she's like 13 or 14, and they stop in this alley where supposedly this little boy had died, mm -hmm. and... The guy said that the guide said that sometimes young women will feel the little boy's fingers reaching out to try to hold their hand. Oh. 
before he even said that, Wolf felt something tingling <gasps> on her fingers, like almost electricity-ish, like oh. something she never felt before. It wasn't like a breeze. Oh! <laughs> yeah. And so we talked Whoa. about it and uh, said, like, maybe because she was like do you think there could be some sort of physics explanation and like hmm. it sounds kind of like the feeling you might get if you're like you know standing by a, a van de graaff generator and so you're uh, feeling mm. like charge in the air and like hmm. your your hairs on your arm are responding to an electric field but how would you just have that in an alley like yeah, that's what doesn't make one sense to me part of your body right yes and also as we learned from that episode shadows that's how you feel like didn't we talk about the hair standing up stuff during that episode with the ghosts with the the ghost of the boss i know we talked about it somewhat because i talked a lot about static electricity in that yeah. episode so yeah yeah so yeah so as the there, X-Files it makes us. sense yeah oh um, that's so creepy yeah. oh man and she said that the guide asked did anyone feel anything and she said she just shook her head no so. <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine being 13 or 14 and being like i don't want to talk to this guy and see yeah. this in front I feel of all like these I would people. be like, yeah, it would I feel it and get me out of here. This is like, yeah. you know. <laughs> tours over. I once yeah. bolted out of a haunted house at 18, so, you know. I have never gotten past the front door of a haunted house <laughs> because I've been too scared. See, so. I feel so much better hearing that because I feel like what sort of person at 18 has to be taken out a side exit? I was just Yeah. Cuz you know I mean, I was deal with 14. Okay. Yeah. And because, you know, my my whole deal with haunted houses, my thinking. Right. Yes. Yeah. It, listeners, my deal with haunted houses is that a real killer could get by in there for kind of a little while before someone noticed something was amiss because it would seem like it was just really well I mean, done. Kind of a little effects. while being like 10 minutes. I mean, like, how long are they <laughs> okay. going to just until they kill someone? And then it's pretty no, obvious. They're like, kill, let's say they kill someone and they're like killing him and they're like there's the dead body and they're like stab stab and uh the people coming through are like oh ooh, that's really good special effects and then the people working there are busy doing their right. own thing but maybe. then the people that came with that person are like hey where's oh, yeah. oh yeah the person we came with oh yeah fair enough you know all those solo trips you take to the house <laughs> need a little downtime yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough you know <laughs> But for, for like 10 minutes, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, about 10 minutes. Yeah. I am just scared for the same reason in that New Girl episode that Nick Miller is. Um, Why is he scared? If you remember, I Jess don't. is working in a haunted house. And uh, I mean, there's not a particular reason. He's just terrified of everything and shrieking the whole time. Oh, okay. And it Fair very enough. much reminds yeah. me of yeah how i would be i don't like I when they have that. scary mental hospitals and i don't like when they have scary clowns and i don't like when they mix the two and there's some sort of clown nope. doctor nope yeah. nope um i once heard a um for anyone who listens to my favorite murder they have one of their mini episodes where they read listener stories mm. there is one where a woman wrote in about her experience um and it was very well written and there's other stuff to say about it but she was working in a i believe it was a funeral home and there was a guy there dressed like a clown one day ready to what? attack her wait what yeah do you think people who so, work as clowns are ever buried in their clown makeup 
Huh. Because I feel like that would be awesome, honestly. If I were a clown, I feel like that would be a hilarious thing to do. Do they have, like, other clowns standing by their grave instead yeah. of, like, the gun salute? They have, like, a squeaky horn or something? Yeah, like the... <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know many clowns or any. I know, I know I'm, know. i like, one step removed from knowing yeah. one. Yeah. Jake Prickett's mother. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so on that note, though, that thank you, Wolf. That was an yeah. excellent story. Yeah. I was thinking it would be fun to do a whole bonus episode with listener write in paranormal stories Love eventually. Yes. So please send them to us in your own words and we'll read your email because I think that would be really fun. So if you yeah. have them, write and them in. Once we get enough, we'll do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Scare us. Tell us creepy stuff. Yes, please. Or yeah. also, you got stories about clown funerals. Yeah. I know. Because <laughs> that's going to happen. I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, of course, Liz. You never know. We've got, you know, friends helping us who are veterinarians and dentists and chemists yeah. and uh, clown, <laughs> clowns, funeral home people. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with Fallen Angel. Yeah. I have to be honest. I mean, I told you this already, but I'll be honest yeah. with everyone. I did not finish this episode, um, which sucks because I really liked it and was really enjoying it. But then, you know, my stupid job got in the yeah. way. Life. So, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? So I was yeah. about half the way through, really enjoying it. Um, I do have notes for the first half. Cool. Then I'll just then, fill you in on the second yeah, half. Sounds good. And I vaguely remember, because I, I feel like I've watched this one several times because yeah. it's good. Yeah. So I vaguely remember. But anyway, it takes place in Townsend, Wisconsin. Which is a real place. Is it? Yep. I was going to look that up. It is a though. real place. They say in the show that it's a town of 12,000 people. Mm-hmm. No. In reality, as of the 2000 census, it had 963 people. Oh. So, yeah. Much smaller than the X-Files makes it out to be. Also, it seems to have a port on the X-Files episode. It's not on a lake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No. Um, But there is a town in Wisconsin, and it is up north. Oh, okay. So, like, the foresty aspect does work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I noticed they mentioned County Road G7. Oh. Did you look that up at all? Because I did not. Our That's county not roads, how we name our county roads. No, it's not. We always have, I mean, County Road G, if they said I'd buy that. Yeah. Um, but we don't ever have numbers after yeah. them. Um, I did really like the entire time the implication that Mulder could just be walking around the forests of Wisconsin. Yeah, I, so That true. made me really, really It makes happy. you want, like... I don't have a lot of motion, motivation to go hiking, yeah. but that might be what it takes. Yeah. If, like, if there's like a small but non-negligible chance that Mulder is in a forest in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we see something creepy in the forest, as yep. we do. And there's a policeman who's investigating it. And he gets killed in a mm-hmm. flashing light sort of way. A little bit cheesy, but it's okay. Yeah. And... Uh, and then we hear uh, that we get the theme, and then we hear that it's um, being reported as a toxic spill from a train accident. Right. Which is clearly not true. Yeah. My and notes just say, Mulder sneaking around taking pictures, laser fence. Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. They also, before we see the laser fence, um, I actually wrote laser fence question mark, because I don't think that was another thing I was planning yeah. on looking up. I don't believe laser fences at least like that are a thing. I mean, I just don't think you would see the laser beam like that. It needs yeah. to have some sort of medium. 
Yeah. You right. know, when you think about like a laser pointer, like it has to right. land on something. Or if you like clap chalk dust, you can see it in the air. Right. But you don't just see it shining through like that. No. I mean, this was like a very like, it was basically a fence, except instead of metal bars or whatever, it was just lasers. Red laser beams. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, we see people in Colorado, army looking people talking about how they've picked up something right, of unidentified course. off the coast of Connecticut, and they just saw it land outside of Townsend, Wisconsin. And two of the people are, you know, like, oh, what is this? And the guy in charge is not having it. He's like, clearly faulty equipment and just, you know, brushing them off. And right. then we see him on the phone and says, he's saying to someone, we have a confirmed fallen angel. Mobilize yeah. Operation Falcon. Yeah. So they are, yeah. So they're claiming that toxic waste spilled, and so they need to evacuate Townsend to be able to clean it up from, um, it's built from a railroad track. And then we see Mulder talking to Deep Throat. Yes. Which was very exciting. Yeah. Oh, and Helen, wait till you hear about what Deep Throat says at the end of this episode. Ah! Ooh, I'd forgotten. Ooh. Okay. Oh, man. So then um, Mulder told him that Colonel Henderson uh, is heading Operation Falcon. Prior to this, I had been referring to the military guy in charge as a captain. And so then I put in my notes, whoops, he's a colonel. The colonel is part of a crash retrieval unit. And Deep Throat says there's about 24 hours before the whole area is sanitized. And it's like nothing ever happened. And so we see Mulder in the woods again. Yeah. Climbing around a laser fence. Yeah. And then he's taken by the military, of yeah. course. Yes. And mm -hmm. yelled at for yep. breaching security. Which, like, fair. I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, I think they're being jerks and it's overkill. Right. But also, like, I'm not super surprised. Yeah. And there's another prisoner. And it's Max Fennig. I know. That was so exciting. Yeah. He shows up again. He's, he's a good uh, figure. He uses that phrase, trust no one, which shows yeah. up in the X-Files a lot. I think that's the first time we hear it. Because yep. he's trying to get Mulder to say who he is. And Mulder won't say anything. And he's like, oh, I get it. Trust no one. Um, yeah. Max is another prisoner. He's got long hair. He's kind of goofy. And it's he's clear wearing he's some sort of like UFO-seeking person that, it, yeah. you know, he's not... Like Mulder is, he's not another FBI agent or something. He's just a normal guy. Yeah, well, not a normal well, guy, but no, yes, not, not a, a. It's yeah. not like part of his job. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, he's wearing a, a baseball cap with the initials NICAP, and mm -hmm. it's a group to look into aliens. And Helen, I don't know if you looked this up, but NICAP is real. Oh, or at it? least it was real. It's unclear if it is slash was. I couldn't quite determine that, at least Tell me not more. quickly. It was founded in the 1950s to investigate aliens, and they have argued that the government is covering up evidence of aliens. Oh. And they've always struggled with funding. Um, they got a little bit more wow. popular in, like, the 60s. Some people seem to think they're kind of crackpots. J. Sure. Allen Hynek said they're one of the best civilian UFO groups of their time. Really? Is that name familiar to you? Yeah. That is the guy that founded, I've brought him up before, he is the Northwestern astronomy professor who founded KUFOS, which oh. is the other alien group that it still exists and is in Chicago. Whoa, cool. So I was like, hey, I know that name. I'm oh learning my stuff about real alien folks. People. Yeah. <laughs> real aliens. Yeah. Wow. Okay, awesome. And All so right. the military, though, going back to that, the military wants to shut down the X-Files. 
this is I wrote here drink because I feel like if there were an X Files <laughs> drinking game, anytime somebody wants to shut them down, take a drink. <laughs> that would be like a real long game drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there'd be a lot of things. I'll. I, it's a work sure. in progress. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> You take a drink like once every couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, or no, you just like you binge watch episodes. Oh, sure. Like all so day. So once every couple and of hours. Occasionally get mildly buzzed. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, it's one of many rules of a game I have not sure. yet invented. Trust no one would probably be another. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So Scully comes in and is pissed at Mulder for being out there in the woods and getting captured. And yeah. she tells him that the section. Section Chief wants to shut down the X-Files, like you just said. She agrees that they're lying about something, but doesn't think it's a UFO. And then they hear helicopters outside while they're talking, and Mulder says they must be looking for the pilot. Right. Oh, and, and Scully says it's a downed Libyan jet with a nuclear warhead. Right. And said that she found that out from classified information. Right. Right. And Mulder says it's a highly classified lie. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then we see the laser fence again, back at the mm -hmm. lasers, and we see some sort of weird ripple in the air trying to get around it. Alien cam. Alien cam. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. And so... It's breached the fence. It's breached the fence. Mulder and Scully go back to Mulder's hotel. He wants to stay another night uh, and investigate more, but they have a hearing at 10 a.m. the next day in D.C. about, you know... Something Mulder else. getting arrested, yeah, yeah. presumably. Oh, yeah. And uh, they go into his hotel room and see that it's been trashed. Right. So they see a guy of climbing. Of drink. course. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like the fourth, at least third, maybe fourth trashed hotel room they've had. Oh, gosh. We should have been keeping count. You're right. I know it's at least the third. Okay. Because it happens in the first episode. Yeah. It happens in the episode uh, Conduit. Oh yeah, okay. I uh -huh. think it definitely happens to the family. In or Conduit. is her is her door just open in the, the door hotel is in just Conduit? Open. You're yeah. right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Still, I mean, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. It's not, it's their 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 stuff is being messed with. I would seriously yeah. like if I'm them, I'm keeping all my stuff in like a big plastic tub with a big lock on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like in your in. car, you've got trunk. like a one in four chance that <laughs> yeah. someone's going to come in and bust up your hotel room. <laughs> They see a guy climbing out of the window, and it's Max. And Max had recognized Mulder. He's well aware of Mulder, and he cites some article that Mulder wrote, and he's like, I wrote that under a pseudonym. And yes, Mulder, how would anyone have ever figured out that you were using the pseudonym MF Looter? Like, <laughs> yeah. I know it's an acronym, but if you're already <clears throat> looking for Fox Mulder, like... Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you supposed to be a I don't mean educated? Acronym. I don't mean acronym. What do I mean? Uh, um, anagram. anagram. There we go. Yeah, Oof. anagram. Ooh. <laughs> We're not Great. going down that road no. again. Yeah. <laughs> he has a trailer parked outside, and so he wants to show Mulder and Scully some stuff. And so they go in the trailer, and they're poking around, and uh, he's kind of showing Mulder something, and Scully sees a bottle of Melaril, mm -hmm. um, which is the name of a first-gen antipsychotic, mm -hmm. which is primarily used to treat schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of shown that. And then he, I want to say shows them, he plays them, plays for them. Thank you. Radio transmissions that he had recorded the night that the crash happened. 
um, of someone frantically requesting a medevac, which like, I don't know. I feel like, well, that could be from a train crash though, right, Matt? Yes. Like it didn't yeah. seem super convincing to me, but whatever. Then we see the Colonel again. So it, it jumps ahead and he's assuring someone that it won't get away this time. I have that exact quote written down. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. Yeah. And then they are at the evacuation center, which is at the high school. And Mulder and Scully are going to talk to a woman, a woman who's um, at the evacuation center with a young boy. Um, and we find out she's the widow of the police officer who was killed. And she's quite hostile. And I don't yeah. blame her. Nope. No. She says they won't even release his body. And she doesn't want Mulder and Scully to get involved because they, again, whoever they are, fair, said if she spoke to anyone, they would withhold her husband's pension, which is God. just so Evil. shitty. Yeah. yeah. And then we see military guys, again, who are saying they've tracked something moving at seven miles per hour after hearing a loud screeching sound. And presumably this is the pilot of the aircraft and that is when I had a meeting with a student. Oh, let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, also, the, I did want to say I noticed this yes. before I had to turn it off seven miles per hour. Like, that's fast for like a normal person, but like, that's not like, I mean, like, alien. Adam fast. runs that fast. Like, it's like seven miles an yeah. hour. Right. I think if I sprinted, if there was like a really cute greyhound and I needed to get to mm. it fast, I could run at seven miles an hour. I You, you could mm. too. Absolutely. Because I've sprinted at 6.6 .6 miles an hour on a treadmill. Oh, okay. Like okay. where you can see the speed. I like to quote Jerry Seinfeld and say that I choose <laughs> not to run. <laughs> there are very few situations that will get me running. Chasing Leo down the street. Chasing Leo down the street, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My Leo's dog. Leo's a dog, yeah. He's a notorious escape artist. Yeah. Yeah, I did once get give myself an asthma attack oh, running after him because it was January and there was a bunch oh. of snow and I was having to run so hard through these big drifts of snow trying to get to Is him. Is that the time you caught him because he finally stopped to poop? Um, I don't know. There have been so many times. I don't know. Then there was the time that me and the kids were out and I get a phone call and it's this guy <laughs> saying, um, I think I have your dog. And we were like at the park and then going to get lunch. And I was like, what? Like your dog. It says his name is Leo. Is oh that your God. dog? And I was like, uh, and so we thank God someone got him. And so we went and got him and got home. And I was like, what the heck though? Like we locked the door. The door was shut. Yeah. And he had, I had left our bedroom window open and he had hopped on our bed and then busted through the window and jumped out of it. Oh, Leo. He's an and escape artist. He's an escape he really artist. He is. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. All right. So, what the happened? alien, so we got the military guys in like a parking garage looking for okay. the alien who's like invisible mm -hmm. shows up starts blasting them all so they're all like damaged and it looks Wait, like he's who, doing the alien starts blasting the military yeah the alien guys? starts okay. doing the thing that he did to the cop in the gotcha. beginning 
Gotcha. And again, we can't see this alien. No one can. It's like invisible. He's blast. Mm -hmm. All these these military guys are blasted. Then they show Mulder and Scully at the hospital, and they're trying to advocate for the cop's wife to get his body and to like Good. learn about his condition. And the cop is like, I can't say anything. I can't say anything. And they're like kind of pressing him and like like what happened. And then the cop kind of sighs and is like. I hate fascists. And, what? <laughs> yeah. And it was awesome. He's like, they came in here, these military guys, and were bossing oh, us around. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And he's like, all right, like, I hate fascists. I'm going to tell you guys. And, he, and <laughs> he ends up being really awesome. And I wrote, I love him. This is another cop? The, nope. Sorry. This is the doctor. This is the ER doctor oh. who dealt with the cop. And oh, he was getting awesome. bossed around by this colonel. Totally. And while they're there and they're talking to him and he's saying, you know, the cop had radiation burns, mm. um, like nothing I've ever seen, ionizing mm. radiation. Um, then all the military men who had just gotten blasted by the alien start being brought into the hospital. Oh, the colonel is okay. there and he's being a big jerk and he's saying Mulder and Scully have to leave. And the doctor is like, this is my place. Scully is staying. We are short staffed and she's a medical doctor. Good. And so Scully gets to stay and she's going to help. But Mulder has to go. And okay. so Mulder goes back to see Max, and Max is having a seizure. Oh. And so while he's kind of resting, and Mulder's kind of helped him and gotten him on mm -hmm. the couch and whatever, uh, Mulder sees he has this triangular-shaped scarring behind his ear. Okay. It's kind of very, like, deliberately, like, two sides of a triangle, like a V turned on its side. Wait, wait, wait. Two, si two like, sides of a triangle? Oh, like a V? I mean, yeah, just like, like a, a V, but like oh, okay. turned. I don't know. It seemed okay. triangular to me, but then as I was saying it, I was like, this is just a V, isn't it? Okay. It's just a V-shaped <laughs> scar. Yeah. Gotcha. That <laughs> <laughs> is kind of weird. So Mulder is like, he goes back and he's doing research because he's seen this before and he starts mm -hmm. seeing, he's got like pictures from people who've said they've been abducted who have similar scarring and he's got like pictures hmm. from the seventies and he's looking at them. Scully comes in the hotel room and she's like, that was really rough. Mm -hmm. All but two of the men have died. Two Ugh. of them are in critical, they're in critical condition. And so Mulder starts laying out this theory that Max is an abductee. Okay. And He's like, I've seen these symptoms before. I've seen this scarring. And that's when Scully brings up the malaral, which is okay. the schizophrenia medication, which I checked. Is this a real medication? It is. It, it is. Was, yeah. yeah. Discontinued in 05, but still the generic exists or something. Right. Does, and, does she say malaral? Because I thought it was melaril. I thought she said malaral. But oh, okay. I could we, be wrong. No, we shouldn't yeah, probably no, trust my pronunciation. Fine. Let's just trust Scully. Yeah. Well, I might be remembering it wrong. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it is, she's like, Max is a schizophrenic. Max mm -hmm. saying he's been abducted doesn't mean anything. And Mulder's like, I don't know. Max doesn't say he's been abducted. I say he's been abducted. Mm. It would explain his obsession with UFOs. It would explain a lot of things. Yeah. Then we see more um, higher up people kind of like, like monitoring the radar or whatever again, kind of like in the beginning of the episode. And there's, again, someone saying something weird is happening in the sky over towns in Wisconsin. And they're mm -hmm. like... It's just a meteor, you know, like the boss is saying, <laughs> nope, that's just a meteor. And the, the other person is like, well, the um, the meteor is hovering over a town. <laughs> and uh, and then at that point, Max is, Max is alone and we see him and his ears start bleeding. And Ooh. he's like in a lot of pain and he runs to the docks that okay. are right. fictional, you know. Yep. And 
Colonel Henderson and his men mm -hmm. head down to the docks to go look for Max. It is unclear to me hmm. how they knew to go find him there, but that's yeah. possibly that I just spaced out or something. You know? Okay. But they're okay. looking for Max, and he's like, take him. Like, they clearly think Max is somehow involved. If he's the pilot, it's like, I don't know what huh. they think Max's deal is, but they're going to go get him. And right. they're also, they think the alien is around there. And Max is, well, like, staggering and in pain in this warehouse. That's interesting because they had him, presumably, because he was in that cell. And then they let him go. I mean, I'm guessing we're not yeah. supposed to think he somehow escaped. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. But they're definitely trying to get him. And right. so... Mulder goes and finds Max in this warehouse. And then we see, in, and it's like a big, dark warehouse with a lot of stuff in it. And Mulder is with Max. Max is in pain. Mm -hmm. And we see the alien is somehow in there as well. Okay. And there's um, military people on the outside using like infrared to see inside. And they say there's three forms in the structure. Uh, and so okay. we know it's like Mulder, Max, and this alien that's like invisible. Right. And... It's very sad. I thought Max is like, I don't want to be abducted. Don't let them take me again. Don't let them take me again. Aww. And then the alien zaps Mulder like hmm. he does with his zapping, um, except not as bad. And Mulder just kind of flies through the air and lands. And then it's like, Max is gone. But then, nope, Max is not gone. He's floating in a beam. Oh. And um, where? In the warehouse? In the warehouse. He's okay. kind of suspended in the air in the warehouse all out of it, you know, 10 feet up in the air or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Just kind of hanging there, uh, floating. And this is a second time we've seen someone being hovering in yeah. the air. The other time was in shadows. So I'd kind of like to keep track of that as well. Oh, actually, what about in the first oh my God, episode of the pilot, too? Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's three. All right. Yeah. And then it cuts to outside with the military people again. And they're like, mm -hmm. now I only see one figure in the building. Oh. And it's Mulder. And Max is gone. They've ah. taken him. And the alien is also gone. Oh. And so the colonel has Mulder arrested. And then they're back in Washington at this responsibility hearing for Mulder. Oh, and God. they're questioning Scully about things. And they're saying, they're asking her about, like, did he fill out forms for travel expenses? And, like... <laughs> This is unfortunately way too close to my own real life right now. And I was just like, because literally about two hours before I was watching this episode, or like around that time, I was trying to figure out how to do group travel expenses for a student trip I'm leading. Oh, which is God. Just torture. It's torture. It yeah. is. I mean, yeah. not, I, not, I not have literally. not done the same. Yeah. But any sort of requisition oh God, bureaucracy. Form. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I don't blame Mulder. Good for you, yeah. Mulder. Don't fill out those <laughs> yeah. forms. I, there's a conference I want to attend this summer. And I and, and my boss was like, yeah, you know, you can get reimbursed for that. Yeah. That's fine. You know, it's for my work. And But I was like, God, but having to fill out those <laughs> forms. I was like, I don't know if it's worth it to get reimbursement. <laughs> I mean, like, Adam and I lead these student trips abroad, and he handles so much of it. You know, like, oh. a lot of the academic trips, he handles, like, you know, doing a walking tour, leading these discussions, writing these questions. Well, And I'm, mm -hmm. I start to feel like, God, am I doing anything? But then the travel expense report time comes, oh, and God. I handle all that, and I'm like, nope. I've earned this. Yeah. If I have to, this is like the worst part. Yeah. Adam for sure has the better end of that deal in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, and it's different every year. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mul anyway. So Mulder wasn't doing we those. We get it. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
Scully kind of goes out, Mulder goes in and they're talking to him. And while Scully's like waiting for him, she's reading the paper and there's a little headline about the toxic cleanup in Wisconsin was a success. And it's like, <laughs> yep, they've cleaned everything. No signs of it. And uh, Mulder starts ranting about how like, you you know you know you're covering something up and there was something he found some in like max's medical records that there was some weird implant in his brain hmm. and then the colonel who's at the hearing is like or no i don't know that he's at the hearing i'm sorry they they say oh the colonel said this that max's body was found two hours later inside a cargo container in the warehouse hmm. implying max is dead we know he's not though because he's in other episodes but they're like Oh, there's nothing weird about this. Max is dead. Right. And somehow got into a cargo container. Yeah, he didn't disappear. Yeah. Right. I mean, that at the very least seems like someone did something to him. Like, shouldn't yeah. that be investigated? Yeah. Even if that's not aliens? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Because if you die of natural causes, you don't just normally end up inside a cargo container. Like, Yeah. Not usually. Not usually. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like the natural cause was you climbed into a cargo container and whatever was in there killed you. Like, it right. was a, I don't bear. know. Yeah, I was going to say poison, <laughs> but I like bear oh, better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bear cargo. Oh, bear cargo. And so, yeah, so they're like, it looks like they're going to make the X-Files be closed. This hearing went mm. very poorly for Mulder and Scully. Okay. But then we see somebody... And I'm sorry, I forget. I've, I've watched this one or two days ago, so I don't know how I'm forgetting. But someone, possibly Colonel Henderson, okay. is talking to Deep Throat and is like, oh. why did you go over my head and stop this? We should be closing the X-Files. Why did you prevent this? Oh, it's so, the so saying that Deep Throat prevented the closure of the X-Files. Yes. Gotcha. And so, so I'm thinking, oh, good job, Deep Throat. Yeah, right. But then Deep Throat says... Having the X-Files open and having Mulder working on that is less dangerous than having him exposed to the wrong people. Keep your friends mm. close and your enemies closer. And so I think the idea is have Mulder working on the X-Files where they can have a hand on what he's doing and right. be involved. And it's a real kind of eerie, mm. unsettling ending. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I liked and, it. Oh, and that's how it ends? Yep, that's how it ends. Ooh. Yeah. See, I thought, am I thinking of the other one with Max where he's on an airplane? Yes, that's the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was expecting that uh, to happen. Yeah. Hmm. I cannot remember very much about Deep Throat, except that I know that he looks like the guy who also plays Mulder's father. And oh, so my God. In I the forgot episodes with all him, about Mulder's father. Yeah, oh he's got one. Oh my god, there's so much. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay, I forgot all about that. Ooh, that's exciting. And so I'll, I know, like, at one point, Mulder's kind of, like, hallucinating or something, and we see him talking to someone, and I, I, I could never remember if that was supposed to be Deep Throat or Mulder's father. Mm. So my point is, I may be mixing things up. Got but it. I cannot remember entirely. I mean, Mul we're, Deep Throat is presumably on Mulder's side, yes? I mean, presumably. Right. I mean, I think it's deliberately unclear. Yeah. Especially at this point. Right. But I mean, I think we see, I think we see some very gray sort of behavior from yeah. Deep Throat where like it's it. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. I do think it's interesting too. One thing that I want to keep keeping track of too is like what they are implying about 
aliens. So like here we see aliens being invisible mm -hmm. and we see them having like blinding flashy powers. Yes, that leave people with radiation burns. Right. Although it appears <clears throat> he didn't want to do that to Mulder. He just moved him out of the way. Just a little, gave him a little zap. So right. They can Which also it. like, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. and, and this kind of theme of radiation yeah. as well, I find interesting. And I know we talked about a while back about space radiation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still don't have a total handle on why there is just space radiation. I mean, that's really not anything of major significance, I feel like. Okay. Stuff coming from the sun, I mean. So is it coming from the is sun light. or is it? I mean, coming... mostly, but not entirely. So what else is there? Why Anything what else? that's like, I mean, radiation is such a big term, you know, like mm. a lot of things could be considered radiation. Right. What they're talking about in this episode is ionizing radiation. And I will say like, I am speaking a little bit out of my depth here. Okay. This is not my specialty at all. Um, and honestly, probably a chemist, hey, Wolf, maybe yeah. something to contribute about this, um, could speak more to this. But ionizing, if something is ionized, it goes from being neutral to being right. charged, right? Yes. And so ionizing radiation is some radiation that causes atoms to become ionized. Oh, and so okay. that uh -huh. is a bigger deal and is bad. Right. For people. Right. Yes. Okay. Why, why do you know that it's ionizing radiation in this case? Oh, they said it? Oh, you oh, mean... Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they, oh. the doctor says that's what it looks like, and Scully oh, agrees. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I thought something about the light that the alien gave off made oh, you know yeah, that it was no. Like, God, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and she I talks about impressed. how it's similar to what you see from people who lived through the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I want to keep track of uh, kind of what we're learning yes, about yes. the aliens because I feel I like it changes. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I almost feel like this alien struck me as like kind of like Leo with the zappy <laughs> powers. He's running around. He's all crazy. He gets through the fence. You know, he can, he's real mobile. Yeah. And he's hard to catch. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, He's kind of zap. I mean, Leo doesn't have the zapping ionizing no. radiation powers, which is good because it'd make it a lot harder to catch him. Thank God. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. But otherwise, <laughs> I have I'm not your seeing dog a huge and difference. He's after me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we're getting into Lilo and Stitch territory. Oh. You've never seen that? I saw it once at your house, I think. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Stitch is actually an alien, but is pretending right, to be a dog. Right, right. Got so, it. Yeah. yeah. It's mm -hmm. yeah, this is a lot like that. It's a lot like that. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like and stitch. it is. It's, it is <laughs> yeah, your life is yeah. And Leo is stitch in this case. And yes. stitch is a creepy invisible type alien, right? Dressed like a dog. I think sure. that holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, as opposed to some of the other aliens, I think we see later that seem like they're smarter than people even, like they're yes. really like sort of higher level beings, mm -hmm. whereas this seemed more like chaotic, like Leo. You yeah, know? like Leo. He's yeah. out and about, he's kind of freaking out, he's everywhere, yeah. he's like, you can't catch me, zap. So Yeah. yeah. The, 
best analogy I can give for the chaos when Leo gets outside is when you're playing Super Mario and you like get you don't purposely get off your Yoshi, but like something knocks you off the Yoshi. Yes. And Yoshi gets yes. this like crazed look yes. in his eye and is running yes. back and forth. He starts, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Leo. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's the vibe I got from this alien, yeah. except it was invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. You're yeah. so right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gets this like real intense, crazed, panicked. It's not like a, not like a, oh, I'm going to go over here now. It's like yeah. a runaway. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Well, um, yeah, I I will probably watch the rest of that episode before going on to the next one because I like it. Yeah. What is the next one? Eve. <gasps> Ooh, yes. this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like this one. And it's got excellent. Uh, Fraser Crane's agent BB in like yeah. her creepiest role. <laughs> yeah, so, totally. Yeah. Although BB herself on the Fraser is pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this is a great episode. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, until next week, um, and reminder, try not to be too confused by the numbering system that we've got going on. It's only going to get worse, and I'm only going to mess it up more, probably. It's not messing it up, though. It's just no, numbering our podcast well, episodes. No, I, I did oh, mess did. some stuff up, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh okay. <laughs> All right, just roll with it. Just yeah. listen to them. Yeah. yeah. yeah and um, let us know your paranormal stories. Yes, please. And also... Let us know other stuff you're thinking. Yeah. Is your dog an alien or a Yoshi? Yeah. (laughs) All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.